News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, interesting debate going on in the energy sector uh, at the moment. You might have heard Finance Minister Michael McGrath yesterday uh, calling on energy uh, providers to offer a better explanation for prices uh, that consumers are uh, being charged and the fact they remain high despite falling wholesale costs. And then you had Sinn Féin once again calling for electricity prices for households to be capped at pre-Ukraine war levels. Well, here to make sense of it all is Moran Lynch, energy economist at the ESRI. And Warren, let's deal with a cap first on Sinn Féin's proposal. Is that a good idea? So I guess it depends on where exactly you want to place the cap. If you're talking on the wholesale side, so this is when energy companies sell energy to each other. We've kind of already done that with the windfall tax. So it doesn't mean that the energy prices will be capped straight away, but it means that when they rise above this cap, we'll get that money back off them. So on the wholesale side, it's already been done, and I think it's been done in in a cleverer way than simply imposing a cap. However, if you're talking about on the retail side, so this is kind of maybe what they've done in Great Britain, the idea is that your actual energy bill is capped. So it's a question of how much did you spend on your energy, and you don't have to spend any more than that. So the price can do whatever it likes, and your bill is capped. The government kind of makes up the difference. I would see a number of issues with that. First of all, it means that we don't really, we lose the incentive to kind of conserve energy. We lose our energy efficiency incentives, which are super important, both in the context of Ukraine, but also in the context of our climate goals. And while we haven't done any analysis on this, what previous analysis would suggest is that that would probably accrue more to higher income households. And the reason for that is higher income households simply use more energy. So if we're capping our energy bills and we say anything that you use above that cap, the government covers it, then the households that use the most actually get the most benefit. So what we're really doing is we're channeling scarce public resources, although you you can argue about how scarce the public resources are right now, but we're channeling more resources to higher income households rather than the lower income households who really need it right now. Okay, interesting. So on balance, not not a great great idea to cap retail price. I I heard Sinn Féin's um, energy spokesperson on this talking about this yesterday, and he said he was challenged about the UK example. He said, "Well, we, we, yeah, I agree. The UK hasn't worked well. What I'm more interested in is what they've done in Austria and other European countries. Have they done it differently there? Do you know?" Right. So another thing you can go after is to try to cap the retail price instead. So this is where you essentially tell an energy company, here's how much you can charge per kilowatt hour and you can't charge any more than that. The issue I see with that is the fact that then the regulator really kind of becomes the energy price setter. um, And that's probably great in the short term. Again, we all save money. But what the, the issues is kind of setting up for in the longer term are, first of all, that same issue about energy efficiency that I talked about. But secondly, and maybe more importantly, it means that now we have no incentive to switch around energy providers. So it means that the energy providers can essentially jack their prices up as high as they want because they have absolutely no incentive to try to contain those costs or to try to pass on lower costs to households because they know that it's all going to be covered by the government. So we just kind of go ahead and use whatever energy we want and it all gets passed on. Um, So we're kind of shielded. We're all shielded, really, from any incentive to keep energy prices low. Now, that's not to say that there's absolutely nothing you can do um, by fiddling around with energy prices themselves. But what we do know you can do, and it's very effective, is we can use the existing tax and welfare system to actually shield households from the impact of higher bills. 
So yes, that means that the bills are still high, but we can use the tax and welfare system to ensure that those high bills don't become unaffordable. And one of the advantages of that, I mean, obviously it means we still have the incentive to switch electricity companies, they still have the incentive to pass on lower prices, we still have the incentive to conserve energy, but it also means that we can channel um, any resources toward the households that really need it. We can target the most vulnerable households, the households that have high energy bills, the households that have vulnerable people living in them, rather than just giving something to everybody and potentially skewing it toward higher income households. Okay, really interesting uh, insight there. Moran Lynch, energy economist at the ESRI. Thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast this morning. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.